0: Welcome back. Joining us for further analysis on it's playing itself out on the market scene. I'm joined by Tamsang Aneta from Shiloh Capital. Tamsang, I thank you for your time and a good afternoon to you. Good evening. All right. Green screens all around on the JSC today. Uh, even in Europe, we are seeing markets a little bit upbeat. I must say to you that I thought this was a risk uh, uh, off environment, but it looks like people are very keen to hide in emerging markets right now. Is that what we're seeing
1: now, I think it's an embracement of uh, embracing of volatility. Mm-hmm. And they gave us accepting that uh, the waters were in are quite choppy, um, all starting off with what happened with Ukraine, and then coming through with the Fed, hiking interest rates, now what is happening in Israel, and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of global events that are outside the control economic mm-hmm. events. So we have a scenario in which <laughs> the world cannot predict what's going to happen Going forward, and because of that, there's a lot of uh, seeking for cover, Mm. and that volatility uh, results in people going into parts of the world they think their money will be safe or will grow at a moderate rate without the added risk.
0: What is interesting also is that investment we're seeing in the resources counters, which have had a very, very difficult period. But over the last two days also, I mean, our platinum miners, for instance, uh, they haven't had a good time for a minute, but we are seeing them uh, doing pretty well over this time. Is that also the hiding in PGMs I and mean, that PGM basket still isn't worth much, uh, you know, compared to where it's been in the past?
1: Yeah, I think uh, we also must accept that the PGM basket did get a bit hot over time when there was a view around electronic vehicles. The prices came down and settled, but now the demand again is picking up given uh, the laws that have been passed by the EU specifically. So there's a a significant market around PGMs and the requisite materials. And we're going to see, I think, over time a slow and steady climb in that asset price in the commodity price rather, uh, and the producers who are able to produce and and beneficiate and and make sure they can supply the market accordingly will profit the most.
0: Let's talk about the RAND as well, uh, trading at 19.13 to the dollar. Uh, that's uh, quite a bit. Uh, let's talk about what is driving uh, sentiments around uh, this currency at this point.
1: Well, unfortunately, the RAND bears the of being the most liquid emerging market currency. So as a result... Uh, they often bear the brunt of how people view the emerging world. Secondly, it's not often about what's happening with the rand, it's more what's happening with the dollar and the view of dollar strengthening over the course of time and the inflation differential between the US and South Africa.
0: Let's also uh, touch on oil. Yesterday we saw oil uh, rallying more than 4%, kind of uh, normalizing today. What are the thoughts around what is happening in the Middle East and what could happen with oil, Tamsanga?
1: Well, it's really about how the Middle East is going to work through the, 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 the conflict that's between Israel and Palestine and how they will how choose sides. The globe will have to find alternative sources of oil. Russia has already come offline to some degree officially. Um, So there's going to be a lot of challenge around oil supply, who's going to be involved, who's going to have uh, supply available for Western nations, and that's going to determine price going forward.
0: Let's get into some company news now. SAPI is speaking about uh, disposal of assets uh, in uh, Germany. That one seems uh, to be uh, finalized and one um, in Belgium coming up. Let's talk about uh, this economic environment that SAPI finds itself in. But I'm also keen to get your thoughts on Europe as an operating environment. Uh, You know, to see SAPI uh, deciding to close down some operations there, uh, that means that matters there are quite difficult.
1: Yeah, I think it's a a complex environment. Uh, The EU is a very complex environment. And CEPI is operating in an environment which is a specific focus for for ESG concerns. Um, How they harvest the trees, how they grow and the margins around paper and wood-related businesses is quite thin now. Uh, There's a drive away from the use of that kind of material going forward. So they have to manage their clients, who they sell to, how they sell. They have to manage their production processes to ensure that they uh fulfill the esg requirements around that so they've got a, a difficult uh, regulatory and operating environment headwinds europe in general it's a very difficult environment in terms of growth they've got a lot of stagnation uh, aging economies high inflation or growing inflation rather so it's going to be a difficult environment for a while
0: I'm um, to also get your thoughts on what we heard about Country Garden uh, and their warning of a possible a default. Now, a few weeks ago, we were speaking about Evergrande, um, and there seems to have been a bailout here. Are we looking at the Chinese government possibly having to assist a uh, Country Garden just to uh, maybe uh, hold uh, that property sector in China up?
1: Yeah, uh, it's a central planned economy. The government inevitably will pick up the tap. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no other viable solution because these companies can't go to the markets. Or restructure at, without significant pain to the Chinese economy, um, so inevitably the government's going to to, to plug in the hole. Uh, how they go about doing it is the issue, but fundamentally the government's going to pick up the tab.
0: Staying with property, let's touch on Equitas now. Of course, uh, they've come out with uh, an update, uh, a set of numbers, and they're saying uh, that their distributions have fallen by around twenty percent, but still on track to meet a guidance. I'm keen to get your thoughts on how markets might receive this information. You know, things are a little bit uh, difficult now, but in uh, the short to medium term, we'll be okay.
1: Uh, look, it's a tricky time for for this sector. Uh, the, the future of forward-looking, prices are forward-looking, and the, the nature of the ability for real estate investors to get great returns is difficult. It's heavily dependent on the environment and the operator. So I think this industry, uh, as as you will know, um, is not my favorite. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, volatility going forward, and I trust – that it'll come right, but no one no one knows uh, the future. We all wish as investment professionals we had a crystal ball. Um, but at this stage, it's gonna be a very hard operating environment going forward.
0: Well, sometimes I'm keen to get your stock pick in a bit, but first I'd like us to reflect on counters that have found favor with your industry peers.
2: I'm going with um, You know, Quilter is an integrated wealth management business and advice management uh, business. Um, They've got a strong pipeline just in terms of advisors that they're bringing through but they're also well placed in terms of the consolidation that's been happening in the advisor space in the uk um their funds you know have uh, been under pressure just in terms of the high inflationary environment that we've seen worldwide and especially in the united kingdom but i think as we see energy prices come down um, and markets um, do a bit better they will earn higher asset management fees and also be a net consolidator in uh, in a shrinking market in terms of advisors and the regulatory costs that come with it. So it, it, it gives you a good dividend yield, um, a, a good revenue to assets under management. And um, I think they are priced quite keenly at the moment.
3: There's a company listed in America called Halliburton. It's got a $34 billion market cap. And what this company does, they- basically oil field services company. So they drill holes, they maintain the oil fields um, and supply all the equipment and technology into oil fields around the world. Um, They got quite big exposure to North America, which is a good thing because the Biden administration is encouraging a lot of oil exploration um, based on the need to be independent of um, other countries oil Mm. so it's a great business um you know just looking at some of the uh, some of the ratios um just looking at balance sheet they got interest cover ratio of eight and a half times um their margins are very high and we expect that to increase over the next two or three years The last financial year, they grew earnings by eight percent. Eight percent, and going forward for the next three years, we expect compounded annual growth rate of around thirty-four okay. percent.
2: I'm going for United Health. I think it's one of the biggest healthcare players in the world, if not the biggest. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, I think in this difficult time and uncertain economic outlook, healthcare is very defensive. This is a high-quality business. They generate twenty-six billion of free cash flow a year. They've got, um, you know, they're trading at a fair multiple for quality business, growing in double digits in mid to low teens. Um, and they've generally been performing incredibly well. They play in normal healthcare, care and they also integrate data and software through a lot of what they offer. Uh, it's a really good business in a really good space and it's defensive and it's trading at a reasonable price relative to its history. So, So that's my pick.
0: All right, Tom Zangla, it looks like your industry peers all went offshore. We have Quilter, Halliburton, and United have a group. Let's talk about some of these counters.
1: Uh, great. I think Halliburton is a great uh, pick, specifically because America is going to be looking for energy security going forward. Um, Quilter is also a great pick. Wealth management is a great uh, defensive business. However, United Health, that's a difficult one. The US healthcare model is quite hard and the, the system is quite broken uh, in our view. Um, we also saw how Discovery tried to go in there and lost their shirts. So I think it's a difficult industry to invest in. Uh, you need great operators who understand, but the other two are more reliable. You can always count on a, a company that was backed by the Bush administration uh, to be able to provide energy energy security. And you can always back a company with 90, £96 billion pounds assets it's under management to be able to generate great returns.
0: Keen to get your counter today at Samsanga. What stock are you going with?
1: Uh, Sibanye Stillwater. I think it's a great business. They've got a great mix of, of commodities and minerals, uh, as well as geographies. And we think at its current prices, it's been depressed for a while. So we think it's a good uh, investment at this point.
0: Thank you for your time this afternoon, Tamsanga. Always a pleasure catching up with you. That was your Midday Markets Update with Tamsanga Netta from Shiloh Capital.